Max. So let's give the position back to Hamilton. Obviously, do that strategically. Oh, they've touched the and they've collided. Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. How much damage on Hamilton's Mercedes? What has happened there? Verstappen being told to give the place back to Lewis Hamilton. Slowed down on the straight. Hamilton ran into the back of the Red Bull. Just what is going on here in Jeddah tonight? Max left a lot of space to the inside, but then he accelerated immediately away from it again, didn't he? And it's lights out and away we go! Yo, 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 where do we start, bro? There's a lot to unpack. This may be like an hour and a half episode. Yeah, where do we start, man? That was a roller coaster ride filled with emotions. Uh, I guess we just start from the beginning. But it's like I was thinking about it on the way here. Like, is there any value you've been talking about? Of course there is. Because none of that, that none of that, it was just that crazy. mattered a lot, though. Oh my god. Okay, so let's unpack the first Mercedes mistake. Obviously, the first mistake they made is they should have mirrored Red Bull. That's the big thing. We had a discussion over text. You're like, well, it's a risk, but it's like, you're ahead. So whatever you do is you mirror Red Bull, right? Of course. I think that made the race a lot more harder than it had to be. Made it a lot harder. We had, we had two red flags. My boy Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. Supposedly, Haas doesn't work. Well, I, I don't think it was a breaking issue. You saw what happened, man. I like, know it was a joke. Blind but I'm spot, saying, yeah. But like, I'm saying, no, it wasn't. Um, well, Nikita ran well, directly in the back of, of George course, Russell. but that's because everyone's reaction was reacting to the crash with um, with Checo, right? No, I feel you, but I'm just saying that. Uh, if you don't have a halo, work. oof, that car would have come right over his head, bro. Yeah, but Haas is a whole different conversation. But it's very interesting. This this race should have been a one-two Mercedes, man. I still believe that it should. it should have been a one-two Mercedes, definitely. Um, that was not the case. We had multiple red flags, multiple yellow flags. It was an incredible track to drive on. The race itself was filled with just drama. It was a terrible race. And um, holy sh... Like... It was a really... Like, from a racing aspect, the only place you could overtake is literally on that straight. On the straight. Or on the final, uh, that final mean, like, turn on the hairpin. It barely happened, right? Yeah. So... For me, I don't like the track at all. And I want to get into yesterday, but other reasons why I don't like it is because obviously it clogs up. It's like, it's such a danger and it just makes everything so difficult. Like, I'm not a fan of this track in terms of racing. Quick reactions after the race where drivers said that it is a very physical demanding track. And that's why Max and Lewis looked the best on the track. Um, it It was... I don't know. I'm still like comprehending everything that happened. I had moments I was jumping up and down, moments I was screaming. We saw Toto Wolf smash his headset. Mm -hmm. Listen, uh, before we even get to, to all that, I think um, regardless, Red Bull made the mistake by putting Max on mediums. I don't think that was a mistake. Because he would have, we saw what happened at the end no, of the race. No, I don't he think that's a mistake. Red Bull's thought behind it is you need to get in front of Lewis and hope for another safety car. Yes. It, it was a gamble. I don't think it's a mistake. And I, and I think now knowing that had um, none of the other 
extracurricular extracurriculars happened, um, Lewis would have got him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you texted me in the middle of the race. I'm like, yeah, Lewis is going to get him. I mean, there's no way. Like, mediums don't last more than 30 laps where they still and have a lot of pace. gave out on him. Yeah, so do you take that gamble if you're Red Bull? Because I think it was a very calculated gamble to see if you can stay ahead of him and hold him off, or, or are you going hearts? Because I think if Lewis gets ahead, it's game over. Like, it's, it's over, not yeah. even a competition. Um, yeah. I, to see what Lewis did with them... He, his wing had contact on early on in the race. Yeah, but it wasn't structurally yeah. damaged. And then he had again, and to still clock in fastest laps, like the Mercedes looks good, man. It does, but I mean, the Red Bull wasn't off its pace at all either. Yeah. The Red Bull's right there with it. Yeah. So it was a constant battle of Max would make a point six seconds in sector one and Lewis and would make Lewis it back. And Lewis would make up it up. Yeah, exactly. So up. they both looked good in their strengths. Yeah, they both um, did. It just. Because I know we have so much to cover here. Max Verstappen won driver of the day. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if you listened to the onboard with him getting his driver of the day. Because uh, I forget what the lady's name is, but she comes on and says, congratulations, you won driver of the day. You mean the tall blonde lady, right? I don't know if that's her. Is, I think it's, it's, her. it's her. I can't stand yeah. her. Put that on well, Max. Put it, on, put it out there. Uh, not a fan of her. Uh, he said that this is not Formula One. He just wants to race. He said this is not Formula 1. His um his driving is his his entire character. I think today he definitely showed his hot head itself and he he may be in trouble, man. He may He should definitely face some He should face some disciplinary action. I think by you saying he's not himself I think this is exactly who everybody thinks Max is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess. I, I think he showed, showed his true his true, his colors. true colors. I mean, the, at the end of the day, you're racing for a championship. So we got it. We talked about this multiple times, right? And I said the race was over. I, saw, I thought the championship thing was over because Max wouldn't allow it to go continue. But he deliberately tried to get into contact with Lewis so they both would DNF. Lewis, how he avoided contact up until contact was also amazing because there were multiple times where Lewis had to literally pull out. Yeah, he had to pull out with Ocon. He had to pull out, like I think, like three or four times with Max. So, I don't know, man. It just shows you that Max does not care if they're going to DNF, and that's how he does not care. And the, the, that's the crazy thing because, yes, it's tied, but if Max causes contact and gets a DNF, he wins. Yeah, and I can almost guarantee you, there is going to be points where Max has a choice. And yeah. if he does or not, we'll we find saw, out. We saw it today. Max has 10 wins on the year. Lewis has eight. So all Max has to do... I think it's nine and eight, isn't it? Um, I'll double, I will double check after. But all Max has to do is crash into Lewis. Yeah, and that's what I think would happen. I mean, I said multiple times that it's over because Max wouldn't allow it to be a championship. So I, I'm curious to see what happens, man. It's going to be very interesting We're to see what happens only- in the next race. We're already less than seven days away from this. Yeah. I'm, I wish we could. I wish. Well, we're the quickest podcast out. But I, today, I kind of wish we had more time to unpack it and see what everybody says before we jump on. But just quickly, because we'll probably do a recap in like two days. We have like to do. We have to recap down, it some like more. Cool there's going to be so much conversation after. It. I think there's going to be some more penalties. Or We'll hit or you guys back up on Tuesday with a cool down episode. Yeah. The cool down. Yeah. Um, but just quickly for Abu Dhabi. It's 11 seconds faster than last year. They've made it quicker. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about Abu Dhabi when we get there. Um, 
Where do you want to go now? Do we go to the collision? Let's talk about everybody else, and then we'll focus on Max and Lewis purely. Listen, you're dragger of the day one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Latifi won, bro. No, I picked... Oh, that's a dragger of the weekend. I picked uh, Seb, remember? You picked... Oh, you picked you stick, I picked Raikkonen. You stick with Raikkonen. Raikkonen was last. Thing. He came last. Seb didn't finish. And Sonoda came 14th. So yeah, so I guess, overall, uh, my dragger of the week won. But dragger of the day for race day that you picked yesterday? Latifi... Uh, sorry, Lemonius um, won. No, it was Ra- Raikkonen. I went with Raikkonen. But yeah, but Raikkonen 15. still drove really well. He was in 12th until he got in the accident. I, oh. I, I think Raikkonen overall had the best. Man, the, so the anyways, that, that's the draggers. Um, so about Lando and McLaren? Lando finished in, in the points. He got I mean, screwed over by the fucking He got screwed over, thing. but he finished in the points. Uh, Ricardo did. Ricardo drove a good race and finished fifth. The thing is, is like... You can see why Lando is like has the makings of a very good driver because he's always making his way up. Like he doesn't really take no like he doesn't sit there and dwell. Like if that was Bottas, listen, you want to talk about Bottas let, today? Let, we need an entire Bottas segment because today proved again why Bottas is does not have the makings of what he should be. What a Mercedes driver should like, be. He struggled to get past Ricardo. He's he so got lucky. He's so lucky that he got past Ocon on that final st- straight. He had DRS on Ocon multiple laps prior and just couldn't pass him. It's like you saw Lewis with the DRS against the Alpine. It was like not even a, a contest. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Um, are we going to invite Dale onto one of these podcasts to talk Listen, about Bottas? Dale needs to hibernate because the, the thing with Bottas is, yes, he is a... Listen, you put him on the track with no one else, he's a great driver. But when it comes down to it and you actually have to compete and battle out there, he does not, he's just not a competitor. This was a really like, Mercedes has been given legit, like you said, nine lives. They, they, they've locked up the constructors. Like the constructors is pretty much locked up, right? It, it should be. Um, the max amount of points that Red Bull can get is 41. Yeah, Sorry, right. 43. And they're up 39, right? No, uh, 87 to 59. Yeah, so they're up. 27. How? Uh, 87 I thought it was 39, 59. someone said. They're up five, and today they're up. Uh, yeah, so they're up like 20-something. Yeah. Now, if Max and Lewis duke it out, that's only a difference of seven points. Like, call it seven points, max. So there's not going to be a 20-point difference between Bottas and Checo, barring anything crazy. Now, if we think what's, if I think what's going to happen happens where Max and Lewis are going to get into DNF, there's no way it's happening, right? So let's say Mercedes has locked up their constructors championship, barring anything crazy. Bottas literally did nothing. He missed like two. Str- he didn't. He he just fell behind in every single standing start, and he didn't do anything when he had the opportunity to make it back up. And it's just really embarrassing to watch. As today, with especially with Max's tires dropping off, Bottas should have climbed back into third really easily. Um, and, and then, then he, he should have been like 10 attacking, seconds behind attacking Max. He should have been like maybe 10 seconds to 15 seconds behind Max. And then Max would have had a five second penalty and he could have attacked. Like, there is no reason for him to be in fifth place. Max's like, pace fell right off. He was in fifth place. I mean, I guess the virtual safety cars are there, but he was in fifth place for a good like 10 laps. And it's like your pace is way higher than McLaren's because we all see the graphs. It just really, 
I mean, I've been a big George Russell fan since day one of re-entering F1 or entering F1, whichever one you want to call it. And whoever said that Valtteri Bottas was a better option over George Russell needs to reevaluate that now. Yeah. I mean, listen, I was there. I had to reevaluate and you dive in. It's like, that's the problem with Valtteri. He's not a competitor on the track. He, for whatever reason, he lacks some nature of competitiveness to overtake or go and push the car. He doesn't. Yeah, it's just, like I said last episode, I know who wasn't going to get into an accident. It was Valtteri because yeah. he just plays and the track safe. Listen, if, but if you put Valtteri by himself, he's great. He can clock in times that are incredible, but that doesn't matter. It's, it, and it goes back to this, what we said, is what's race pace and what's one lap pace, right? And there's a huge difference between a qualifying lap and racing. Yeah, a qualifying pace and a race pace. Two different Racing, uh, managing everything from tires to your fuel to just overall wear on the car, when to push, when not to push. And that's why, I mean, Lewis is incredible. Uh, aside from, I think, listen, Max's only flaw is himself, his, his, his hot-headedness. He's still only 24, right? He's so. an incredible driver. Uh, as soon as, I don't know... I think it was probably happened multiple times, but like Max and Lewis got so far away from Ocon. Yeah, they were 24 seconds ahead. Like, but in a span of like a lap and a half, they were like seven seconds. It's like they're on a different level. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're on a different level in terms of like it's uh, oh, sorry. They are on a different level. But if you put like a McLaren or like I want to say like a Bottas there, it wouldn't have been as big. But it just shows you the difference between championship drivers and championship cars like there's a massive difference and you can't compare drivers for drivers because everybody's in different equipment you have to look at what they can do in their equipment and judge it it is a very subjective game and there's so much variable so when dale brings up to me that Bottas has more points and he finishes p2 it's like against george russell because we have this debate every single day and he's been incognito since i'll put that on wax um you have to look at like what is George Russell doing in a Williams compared to pace? Is he beating exactly. the cars? Is he beating people beside him? Is he making his way up the ranks? The The first line of comparison starts with your teammate. Yeah, and, and then this is a there. great stat we should look at, right? I'm sure we'll do a full Bottas episode of Mercedes once the season's over. Another good weekend for Alpine. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get the podium, but, I mean, last weekend, you get Fernando on the podium. This week, you get Ocon in fourth. Um Good, good for the team. Gasly finished six. Yeah, uh, but steady. what is wrong with? What's wrong with? Uh, I'm losing the name. Alpha Tori. They seem to like fall off on race day. Maybe race pace is a whole different thing for them. Yeah, they always look stronger in quality. But I mean, Gasly has raced well all year long. I mean, he has. But I mean, like, does he really finish that high if Checo's there and all, and and Norris doesn't get into the? He's incident? solid in that between five and eight. That's what I mean. But I'm saying like. I think if Norris didn't get hit by the the tire change and you think about um, Checo getting a DNF and uh, obviously Charles switched his tires too, like all those things happening, I don't think he finishes like ninth or 10th. Like I, I really think that they've looked kind of weak on race days in the last two weekends. Agreed. So let's talk about Lewis and Max because there were multiple incidents today. Go ahead, kick it off. Um, Max obviously went off. We'll start with the, the first inc major incident where 
Uh, Lewis had him off that great start. Max goes off the racing track, comes back in, and then pushes Lewis, right? Uh, like, is it a dirty move, in your opinion? Because he, what? Well, he got that's where he got the five-second penalty for, right? No. That's when they gave him the spot back. They gave him the spot, but had to give him the spot back because he overtook him off the racetrack. It race wasn't track. a dirty move. He just overtook him off yeah. the racetrack. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anything, you'd argue Lewis ran too wide Yeah. on that first one. But Lewis did have, he was ahead, and he did have the racing line, but he could have went maybe a little bit closer to, like, he could have turned a little bit more. He did run a little wide, but Second, overall, in principle, it was um, it was okay. I don't think it was yeah, that bad. I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah. Second uh, restart, I mean, Max got off to a phenomenal start. Took the inside line. I, I think that just had to do with thing. His medium tires compared to everybody running hearts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, th- I think that was a big part of it. Lewis I mean, and you know out. what? Lewis had to actually hit Yeah, at the, th- at the same time, too, it's like... He made a great move. Like, it shows you why Max is a really good driver. Like, he, he took the inside line. He knew that Lewis isn't cut him off in the middle. And boom, he he found his way into first. And it was a really cool move to see And Max this is make. where we see, especially like this race, and we'll see it next race, like Max really is racing with house money because he knows that Lewis is the one that has to back out every time. Yeah. I mean, that's Lewis's own fault, right? When we go back to all the mistakes Lewis has made, even when Alonso held him up, right, um, in, Hung- in Hungary, um, even his bad starts at the beginning of the year. He hasn't had a single bad start in the last, what, 10 since eight he, races? Since he, the lion came out of him, you know, like he, it's been a long time since he had a bad start. He looks locked in and it just shows you that he wasn't. Re- I feel like he wasn't locked in. I mean, he was not locked in. He was, he was locked on in everything like, else. He was probably like locked in like 100 percent, but he wasn't 150 percent locked in. He right? wasn't like today post race. You see him sitting down like he's got no nothing left in the tank. Like he left it all out there. He's focused right now. Lewis ain't going to New York for some event. Yeah, he, he, he's locked it. I mean, he was. He, during a triple header, he's not going to any events yeah. anyways. But um, So, this is also just the the collision with Max where he had to give up the spot. Mm-hmm. Before we actually get into what happened, Lewis is so lucky that there was more damage. No. Imagine he had a pit. No, no, no. The lucky one is Max. His tire should have fucking got punctured. Think about it. Max had zero damage. Max is a lucky Max one. Max had zero damage. And like, you gotta think about it. But we also say- kind of saw that, I, I think, the back of it, when you saw Nikita go into George, like, George's yeah. car was fine, too. Yeah, but the no, George's car didn't start anymore. I'm pretty sure that's why George had the DNF. Was it that? I don't know, but George's car stopped working, right? Oh. That's why he had a DNF. If George's car still worked, he would have still drove, I right? thought for sure Lewis was going to have to replace no. his whole front wing. Yeah, I mean, but you, so, like, when you talk about who got more lucky, yeah, they both got lucky, but Max got way more lucky because if Lewis destroyed his front wing and Max got his tire punctured, well, that's a great that's a great thing for yeah, Mercedes, right? Exactly. So, I mean, Max got really lucky there because I was just like, I'm thinking like, where's his puncture for the first lap? I'm like, he's, his puncture's going to come up, right? And there's no puncture. Lewis crashes into Max, but then the car is somehow fine and, and he's putting in the fastest laps. Um, so there was a massive miscommunication between... There's a delay, right? You've got humans at in the FIA that are communicating to the teams. The teams then have to tell the engineer. The engineer has to tell the driver. I think the FIA is just dumb. Yeah, what they should say is at lap X lap, 
at this sector, you're this straight. This is where Max lets Lewis. Sit. And it was just like so, Lewis, because obviously when you're watching live, like you could see, obviously Max is just turning on, like he's slowing down big I time. I think Max was just messing around, bro. I don't think he was really trying to let him pass. And then he, for one million percent, breaks on Lewis and then takes off. But like at the same time, why did Lewis slow down? Lewis, I he thought there was a yellow flag. Overtake, maybe Lewis, you know, you're gonna go right up behind and then thing. You you never expect the car in front of you to break. No, but he was slowing down. Why did you slow down? You understand what I'm saying? Like if he's slowing down on the right side, just go fast on the left side. Like I don't I don't get why Lewis even put himself in that position. I think just there drivers are trying to get into the slipstream. They get right behind. Like I, Lewis obviously did not know that he was slowing down on purpose. So Lewis was just. Following probably yeah, he probably instinct. thought there was like a there was a there's a safety car or something or like a, a yellow flag, but it's real like I don't know why Lewis just didn't go left and just blow by him, right? Oh my god! But the thing is, like, back to kind of FIA or or you go back to them and say, hey, I'm gonna call Mercedes, stay on the line, I will give you the go ahead when Max is gonna let Lewis go, and then you, when you talk to Mercedes, I'm calling Red Bull now in 20 or you seconds. You have one channel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that works too. But I'm just saying there's so much ways you can avoid that by saying sector one down the straight in the next lap, Max will let Lewis go, uh, Lewis go through. But it's like, I don't know why. Like, F1 just seems ar- archaic in that. Or they have the systems, right? Put in their driver's thing. Yeah, like, and then it went on for a few more laps. They didn't let Lewis pass. Then they kind of let Lewis pass and pass. Like, it was... It's a smart driver's move by Max, though, because he let him pass where he wanted to, and then he jumped on him again. And, yeah, then then he he let him pass in a favorable position. So it was an interesting race, man. I mean, there's so much to there's still so much to unpack. What did you think about the five second penalty? We we talked a little bit about that incident. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. It's just so crazy. At one point, it, does Max get suspended soon? That's really dangerous. Right driver. now, we're recording this because we're always fast, but stuff's going on right now. Like, I'm, I know after we're gonna look, it's like someone's being someone to the stewards or this yeah. or that. Like, there's gonna be so much post drama, for sure. So, but I'm saying like that was really dangerous. That movie pulled that gun on the five second penalty. That was hold on. T- what did he do? I've I don't even remember now. That's the one where he almost ran into Lewis. Remember when they were going to the corner? I'm pretty sure that was the move. And he almost ran into Lewis. And Lewis pulled out. It was just those yes, two. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, and that's said, when and Lewis, Lewis was said, like, this guy's crazy. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, at what point do you get suspended? Oh, yeah, because Lewis had the DRS. He gets in front of, he goes on the right side, is about to pass him, and then Max just said, nah. Yeah. So I wonder at what point does the FIA either give Max like a 10-place grid penalty or does he get, you know, they have their racing license. Does he get suspended for a race? And you know what would be hilarious if Max got suspended for the next race? So this is only the second time in F1 history that we're tied going into the last race of the season. Mm-hmm. I think the last time they said it was like 1947 or something. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's only the 30th time that a race has actually been decided. Well, a championship has been decided on race day. And if, if Max had won today and Lewis was second, it was done. No, I mean... 14 points. If someone gets into an accident, like, it was done unless barring an accident. But the thing is, like, 
I still ex- I still don't think Lewis is going to win because Masters didn't get in an accident. Like, Unless, how, how do you feel about it? So, obviously, this will all be covered in our, like, pre-race. But, yeah, like, qualifying is going to be everything. But even then, like, do you really think Max is going to let Lewis win the championship without trying to get into an accident or force his hand? Well, if if Max is starting third or fourth and the Mercedes get off to a start like they did today, I mean, what's Max going to do? Nothing. The undercut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you either undercut or... Listen, I'll tell you right now, I am so nervous about next weekend because I don't know what to expect. So I know you're gonna who you're going to say is going to win, right? And we're not going to do a whole prediction. But what I'm saying to you is, does Max even give Lewis a chance to win next weekend? Do you generally think? If, if they come close, is there a world where Lewis even gets a chance to win? If, they, if we had situations like we did today... Max is going to hit him. I think that... I also think that Lewis needs to be a little bit smarter because you're close. Why you overtake him on a corner? Just stay behind him where you're a little behind him and overtake him on a straight. Like, Lewis needs to, like... I think he really needs to understand that because remember we talked about in Brazil. I said... We were sitting beside each other. I said, why didn't Lewis just get closer and pass him on the straight? Because he was only 0.2 seconds behind him. Like, Max will make up another 0.3, 0.4 on the next lap and then you'll make up all that huge difference on the straight. So it's like, why don't you just do that instead of even putting yourself in the position? But maybe, I mean, I'm not a driver. I've never drove. Maybe they feel like he might lose me on the next lap, and this is my chance. Yeah, and also just instinctually, as someone who wants to win, like, you're just, you're only focused on trying to win in that moment. But it's also about being calculated, right? So, like, if you know you're making pace on him every single lap, you're making point two point three. This is where... Nothing would be greater than if we could just sit down and do post-race with Lewis and be like, hey, tell us what you're thinking here. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd want to sit down with Lewis because if he made a mistake, I'd just be like, Lewis, why'd you make this mistake? And he'd be like, who the hell are you to tell me I made this mistake? Man. So today's got to be probably, it may be one of the craziest races I've ever seen. Oh, man. I think the craziest race we've seen... This year isn't even this one. We had a crazy race, didn't we? Today was today was it. Wasn't I think Silverstone cra- crazier? Silverstone, the accident happened. DNF, like, yes, that it that was l- crazy. But today, with all of the drama, the multiple red flags, yellow flags, Lewis and Max and the games, and then you know every chance, like Max is complaining that Lewis is too far behind, and then Max is complaining that Lewis is holding up, like, and then Valtteri, like, technically, Lewis was completely legal because it's on a formation. Exactly, lap. It's not it a was legal. Lap. So it was just today. I think was crazy because we saw the heightened pressure of the championship. Both drivers were with different tactics, the way that they were competing. Um, the the battle. I mean, Lewis and Max raced today. I know you said it's not a racing track, but they raced today. Not really, man. There was a lot of drama today. That's what it but was. But Lewis and Max had multiple points where they were running each other off the track. Yeah, that's because Max is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, I'm put it put a spade a spade. If Max followed actual racing lines, this would not have been a race. It wouldn't have been a race, and. Uh, that's why I think maybe Max lost his chance today. Why didn't Max just DNF him today? He tried to, but he has to make it look half decent. But Lewis pulled out every single time, right? Lewis pulled out every time. I'm, 
I'm surprised Max didn't just commit fully. That's what I'm saying. But like, I think he committed fully on, I think on you, the break. No, the, here's the difference. If you commit fully here, you take a chance against suspended for the next race. Fair. But if you DNF both the next race, there is no next race. Listen, that's why next race we need Max to start 20th and Lewis to start first. But then they're still going to come contact when you overlap somebody. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, think about it. Uh, so let me ask you this. Do you uh, did you actually think it was a good race circuit? Going back on it, we talked about it yesterday. Oh, no, it was just, if it, if there were no flags and it was a regular race, it would have been a complete snooze fest. Yes, it's like snooze fest. In this terms is of, a this track is all about performance, and the best part about this track is Saturday. It feels like Monaco, but faster. It's way faster. It's physically demanding. The drivers love it. From a, it's so fast, man. Yeah, it just it just. Other than the drama, there was really no real over. Like the only overtake was down the straight, and when you hit that left, and yeah, I mean, they said it was obviously we saw how narrow it was. Like Singapore and Monaco are the only other two tracks that are like that. Yeah, but Singapore is a lot more fun. I would say very hard to overtake. Yeah, just I guess I just like Singapore a lot, but I generally just think I. I I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd care if Jadal was removed from the F1 circuit. Well, they're going to be back next year for nine years. There's going to be many more red flags there. Um, do you think those red flags were because of the newness of the track, or it's just that's what it's always? Will Listen, be? did you agree with the red flag with Mick Schumacher? I did. Really? Their explanation made sense because that corner because being a spot, the multiple drivers bro, have gone off. I know you're on your homer stuff that the FIA is out to get Lewis. But how many times have we seen in one weekend that yeah. that barrier get hit? I mean, let's yeah. have the conversation on hey, air listen. because you literally texted and said the FI is doing everything yeah. to give Max its title. You know what? After I heard their explanation, because they came on after and they said, okay, well, the probability of another car going there is high. And if it's, it's already not punctured, it's dangerous. Um, there's, there's been four accidents listen. at that. No, there's probably been like six spin outs there, four accidents oh, at that place. And in one weekend. I don't want to just pick on Haas. But that Haas crumpled when it hit it. It literally looked like the used parts. I mean, just any fell car apart. will crumple, bro. So did the Charles Leclerc car. Like it just fell apart like a tin can. I don't know how many G's it was. Stephanie thirty-two. Man, thankfully no one got hurt today. Yeah, like no one got hurt. I, I also Nikita, think like Mick. Like, there's just so many things that happened where people were at risk. Yeah, that's the thing with the track too. Is like if you don't have race engineers. Like, can you imagine you're 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 making your way on someone like someone in 18th, and you're overlapping them, and you guys are coming down that fast kind of corner, that that last high speed corner going into the yeah, straight? it's blind, and then it's you just like it, I I'm just not a fan of the track. And there was just so much debris everywhere, like so many people hit. There was Vettel, you know, like like it's, everyone. It's F1 Christmas, bro. <laughs> How much of those parts do you think is making up on uh, their authentics? Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them on the authentic It's going to be like, get a piece of Sebastian Vettel's 2021 <laughs> uh, F1 car, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if Lewis's, um, was it, his, it was his right side of his yeah. front rear wing? Yeah, I wonder if that will make it up off. on Fanatics. Yeah, just sign it. It'll <laughs> be, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I generally think it was a boring track. And I do agree with them switching. I I, I don't understand anybody that wouldn't agree with it after they hear the reasoning because 
we don't want to see another Jules Bianchi. We don't want to see another Senna accident, right? Like, we're racing a yeah. secondary to safety. So anybody that thinks that, and I know you were attracting your statement, but anybody who thinks that it's the FIA and Michael Massey trying to give Max a championship, kind of rethink no, your they, thoughts. They definitely did the right thing. Because at it the end was, of the day. Know, we got three starts today. Yeah, at the end I, of the day, it's just racing. It's just racing. Safety comes first. But, you know, that's where... Lewis this was great track on every single one. Was incredible for entertainment because it gave us three stars. I thought it was terribly entertainment wise. I just want to watch a race. I don't even care if the race is boring like Mexico. I just like seeing like the racing of the actual cars. So I thought it was I like I Silverstone was entertaining because you obviously you know you get to see Max go into a wall and I'm not a Max fan and he's okay so I'm okay saying that. But it was a great race because you got to see Lewis take his 10 second penalty, make his way up, and you got to yeah. see like other storylines. But like. Did we even like? Did we even have a great duel other than Max and Lewis? And what was it really a duel? It was this. This is literally what it was. Max is one point two seconds, one point five seconds ahead. Lewis is point eight. Then Lewis made it up. Max ran him off the track and called it a day. There was no like, you know, when they go back and forth overtaking. There's no oohs, ahs. It's just like, yeah. it wasn't like to me. It just was, didn't feel like a good race. Yeah, it took Valtteri all fifty. <laughs> yeah, it took Valtteri all fifty to move up two places, and it's like, bro. You, you're in a fast car. They put in one of your newer engines. It's like, what are you doing, bro? I thought for sure Ocon was going to hit get the podium, and then he got lucky right at the, the last. I, I wouldn't say lucky, but it's just like, man, Valtteri is like... And he wonders why he hasn't got a two-year deal. Yeah, because Toto's right. You need to constantly drive pressure down his throat for him to perform. Yeah, it's like... Valtteri, go get him. What did he say on air? Yeah, like he always says it. It's like Valtteri needs to be constantly pushed. It's like, and if that's not everyone's job should be to, like as a competitor, you need to push yourself. Well, not at this level. Maybe at, at the youth level, but at this level? Yeah, like when you've got the team principal pushing you, that's bad. Like when they talk to Lewis, like, Lewis, go get him. Lewis is like, lead me to it. Like, it's just more like, okay, we can go get him. Like, you have a chance. And Lewis is like, all right, fuck, let's go get it. But like Valtteri's just like, huh? I'm just driving my race. <laughs> I'm just here <laughs> driving my race. And, you know, like, I'm just going to be happy with my $20 million a year or whatever you, whatever I make. I'm going to go to Alfa Romeo. But it's like, I don't know. But at the end of the day, barring anything crazy, Valtteri has done his job. Mercedes will be eight-time world champions. He will be, what, a four-time, 17, 18, 19, 20, no, five-time constructor champion. champion. Yeah. So he will have quite the hardware, I would say, even though he's he'll, never He'll definitely won. have quite the hardware. Um, Mika Eichner was there today. It's kind of cool to see him, two-time champ, and asked him which car do you want to be in. It's just like a lot of a lot of greats and people that have been true to the sport for a long time are going to be making their way to this final race, man. Yeah, what'd you think of uh, the Frank Williams tribute? I thought it was as expected. That was cool, man. It's good. To, it's good to hear from people that love Frank. It's good to hear like how. Uh, you know, there was a great woman behind him, Miss Ginny Williams. She did pay for a lot of the stuff and Definitely. keep him afloat at the beginning. So it was cool to see. Um, <laughs> Anyone that has been instrumental in the sports success deserves to be honored. So, I mean, obviously you saw the impact that he had and now the legacy that he'll leave behind won't be forgotten. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a legend in F1. So final thoughts. I guess we unpacked a lot, but it feels like we haven't unpacked everything. I feel Listen, like we're missing I'm, so much. I'm so happy that Lewis won. We were tied in points. Mm. Max has the tiebreaker. 
I think that it's going to be, you know, we start practice on Thursday. We're ready in Saudi. Dubai's just around the corner. Like, if you're Lewis, like, are you really flying, getting on a private plane back to Monaco, or are you just staying there locked in? Like, I don't think it matters either which which way he um, looks at it, but I think that he and his team are going to be more locked in than he's ever been in his I life. I think he goes home, man. Gets on the plane tonight. He's in Monaco. Yeah, he flies in. It's just, it's not a big deal for him. He's a seven-time world champion. He's not yeah. UT. He's not Max. He's been... I guess there's, there's nothing. There. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to be at the hotel yeah, between like, now and Thursday doing nothing. Yeah, like, you might as well lock it in. Or maybe he's at Mercedes head, head office at their HQ. No, that's too far, man. To go all the way to England. Bro, they're flying. Yeah, he going to Monaco. It's six hours. It's uh, six or eight hours. Six to eight hour flight to Monaco. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't listen. I think there's no he has no business going to the UK. Working on the car. With engineers. Yeah, but the car is not going to the UK. It's going. Straight no, I'm talking about like, yeah, wherever the car is going, he might he, he'll probably yeah, I'm sure it's going straight to Abu Dhabi. So he's probably going to Abu Dhabi then, I would assume. Well, and I'm sure we'll find out in the coming hours. Yeah, actually, you know what? Story. He's getting himself a nice Airbnb. Lewis is going to Abu Dhabi. Um, yeah, we'll find out what happens, man. It should be very interesting. It is like, you got to think about it. One fastest lap point, one sprint race. Lewis is in the lead. Red Bull is taking the fastest lap off of, uh, Lewis. What? The last few races. And who do we have to blame for that? Veltri Bottas. Yeah. Dale's best friend. So Lewis should, I mean, so many scenarios, Lewis should be ahead, right? Yeah. By the way, your boy daddy's money didn't even, didn't really do much. Yeah. He, what did he finish? There was five cars that was it six cars that DNF'd and he made it to eleventh, so it went up one place. Eleventh or twelfth? I think it was twelfth. It was eleventh. It was Norris and then uh, Lance. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, he was eleventh. So did he really do much if he started in eighteenth? Listen, he they did nothing. They they qualified with Haas yesterday, and. Um, he did nothing today. He was ahead of Latino. We're gonna have a Lance Stroll alert for the next like year until uh until Kirk joins the Daddy's Money bandwagon. Man, honestly, what a race, people! There was even uh you know got to even shout out like F two. It was they also had a big crash into turn one. Yeah, we don't want to shout out the crash, bro. That's, that's but like bad. just the fact that this track had was definitely. <laughs> Not a racing track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm staying strong. I hope they get rid of Jada. I hope they give back their money. And uh, I, I, you probably can't get out of that contractual agreement. Oh, they're there, bro. That race the is terrible, night. though. Like, if Monaco wasn't Monaco, like, the lore around it, a Mon- Monaco would be gone. Yeah. I mean, Monaco is a snooze fest. Yeah. I mean, Monaco's qualifying is a lot uh, of fun. All of these, these, you live for the Saturday. Like, I'm sure over the years we're going to get some incredible laps at Jeddah. So, yeah, the only thing is, is like Monaco has an allure, but Jeddah has no business being. It's a street circuit. Like, didn't they build the track? Yeah, they built it. Why not just build it two feet wider? You know what I mean? Like, why not just build it two feet wider? But you know what? So, obviously, uh, we'll get to. Sorry, two meters wider. But Abu Dhabi has made the track 10 to 11 seconds faster. I'm pretty sure Jadal will make some changes. Hopefully, but I'm saying as of constructed right now, but it's like, 
It's not about the changes. It's like, it's not wide enough. Yeah, but they make it wider. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, right? So, we'll see. I mean, we tracks are constantly getting modified. Yeah, but I think the difference is, is that um, they're, they're changing the actual track. Like, they're cutting off a place. Like, in, in uh, Abu if, Dhabi. If, you know, if the FIA feels like it needs to, they'll make it wider, man. But in Abu Dhabi, they're not like... They're not uh, changing the width of the track. They're cutting off like maybe like maybe a, like a a cornering or like a section and making it a faster track. Have they ever made a track wider than the street circuit? Not sure. Probably but haven't. We'll right. That's out. why that's why Monaco Listen, last year in Abu Dhabi, uh, Lewis was recovering from COVID nineteen. Red Bull destroyed them. Red Bull looked really good though. So, but I think right now both these cars are on par. I don't think so. I think Mercedes is a better car. Mercedes has a straight line speed. Red Bull's faster in the corners. It's like... I think Mercedes has a better car in general. I think... Uh, I mean, it was a two-people race. It was literally Max and Lewis. Max had so much that rolled right for him today. So, I, I definitely think Lewis got the short and the stick in terms of the luck. So, I think Lewis had a really good race. I think Lewis is my driver of the day. Like, he had a lot of things happen, and... Just kept pushing through. Lewis is my driver. And the that's day. the thing that's crazy. Like, I'm shocked. Like, how the hell did... Like, who... Obviously, there's a lot of people that love Max. It's not love Max. He drove a hell of a race, too. But I give the spoils the to the victor. The driver of the day was Lewis. I give the spoils to the victor. You're a Lewis homer. <laughs> you can't really make an, a non-biased opinion. You come on here every single podcast. Like, even Mexico. Of course. Like, even after... You know, Mexico is so Red Bull <sighs> favorite. You still come on here and say Lewis is, is going to win the race, right? So... They, it, I, Mercedes have definitely... Turn around their so, car since Mexico. Let, let's let's end off with our fun, like fun, like not fun, but why do you have Lewis as a driver today? Well, Lewis, other than he won, Lewis was um, put in a situation today where he had to really defend himself from being attacked. Like Max, multiple times <laughs> was very aggressive and. Um, if Lewis reacted maybe a little bit differently, a second slower, maybe Lewis DNFs. And I think when you look at that, his driving just shows, again, like from a defensibility standpoint, Lewis is just great, man. Yeah, I think that Max is... I think they drove pretty equally. I think Mercedes, this is a mercedes favorite track at the end of the day. Like, Max, they have their sector, but this track is probably like 65% Mercedes. Because um, two sectors belong to Mercedes, right? One and three. Yeah, just sector one. No, sector one was heavy. Um, uh, sector one. Yeah, sector two. Heavy Red Bull. I thought sector sector two was no. Sector one is Red Bull. Sector two, sector sector three is Mercedes favorite, right? So, I think that Max did a hell of a job, and he won driver of the day for me. Like in terms of like, I pick Lewis because he won. Like I'm, I'm being biased on that. I'm giving the spoils to the victor, but in terms of pure technically. I'd give it to Max off that off that move that put him into first, like that showed. Yeah, like, off the start. Yeah, that. that but again, really like, was it really the move or was it the mediums? Medium and the moves. He still had to make. The, he had to have the presence. It's a combination of both, right? Like, do you think Valtteri Bottas makes that move? Hell no. Yeah, so it's like he got the quick start, but he's also intelligent enough to understand. Lewis is taking him off the middle. He switched back to the inside and gunned it straight forward and took the inside, and then he beat Ocon coming out of it. So yeah. And you know what? He led most of the race until his tires gave out, and obviously Lewis showed that he was going to catch up. So 
Lewis gets mine because he won, but technically, like out of technicalities, racing wise, if you didn't take any of the victors into consideration, I think Max had showed a little bit more to me in terms of pure racing because he made some cool, really good moves. Same time though, you make a good point. Lewis did make some really good moves, dodging his uh, his attempts at DNF. Attacks. So you know, like I said, we said at the top, but so Max said this is not Formula One, but the counter on that is well, the way that you were being the aggressor towards Lewis is not Formula One either. No, it's not. It's it's very hypocritical. It's a very hypocritical. So it's yeah, like that's the thing. It's like yeah, you know what? It is in Formula One because this was not a race, but. The way that he was being the aggressor is like, well, you're not necessarily racing either when you're doing that kind of stuff. I agree with you, man. I, I think that I think he's more meant all the penalty and red flags and all that stuff. That's what he more meant. Christian, Max, the way they were complaining at the end, like obviously they're super bitter and salty, which they should be. Um, we got one week left. Yeah, don't say it because after that week, we're going to be very F1 deprived. We're going to be deprived. We're going to be starting for content. We're going to be looking at every little topic that comes up, dying to watch Drive to Survive. <laughs> I actually don't care for Drive to Survive this year, which is a hot topic. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it feels It's like, going to be content, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I know, but it just feels so juiced up with narratives and like... Oh, for sure. It's, it's just like, it's a, not It's not really about the sport. It's about getting fans in. It's so. about getting fans in. And I know you're a big fan of it because you love narratives and you love the drama, but I'm more on the side where I just like the racing part of it. So Drive to Survive to me... Like I'm, a, I actually like the fact that Max pulled out a drive to survive because he said it's a bunch of bull, and every driver's counteract was, yeah, it's exaggerated, but at least it brings fans into the sport. So the reality of it is, it's great for the sport, but it draw it drives false, false narratives, narratives and false yeah. rivalries. That's for sure. So yeah, man, I think we're gonna definitely have to come back and do like another post-race pod. Yeah, we'll do a cool episode. We're going to, like, who knows how much we put out this week, but I think... Tuesday. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday for sure. I think we'll be able to... There'll, there'll be so much to cover between now and Thursday, and then, of course, right through race weekend. Yeah, so are we going to be back Tuesday or Wednesday? What do you think? I think we'll be back Tuesday. And then we'll um, be back on Thursday for the, the so uh, Abu Dhabi. We didn't talk about this, so before we close, obviously, uh, Max just walked off the podium. Mm-hmm. You know, he's upset. But I wonder how this does kind of the relationship between Lewis and Max. Because even throughout the season, there's obviously, we look at Silverstone, but, like, they've still been pretty cordial throughout. I don't think it affects anything. Like, they still dap each other up, like, after Bro, certain things. Lewis like, is mad that Max tried to kill him over three times. Yeah. Th- like... At the end of the day, too, though, it's like, I think Formula One is actually really stupid for that. Why do you want to put competitors one, two, and three celebrating them? Number two and three probably don't want to be there. Exactly. It's, like, really stupid in my Max opinion. Max likes being, like, today, he's like, well, at least it's second. Or, like, he said it a few times, like, bro, you second. Like, you lost. Yeah, but. Don't celebrate second. But he's still number one in the driver's championship. So, it's like. And because of that, at he the end still of the day, has house money. At the end of the day. If Lewis, if Lewis walks away without a championship and Max finishes more seconds and Lewis just finishes third next week, who's going to be happy? Max. So I think, I think, yeah, it's hard to say. My whole opinion is that as I got into the sport more and more, I find it stupid how like you have accumulation of points, but it's the only way that makes sense. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, 
summer drivers can finish first once in the whole championship race and he can maybe have a bunch of second places and he can win, which I find kind of stupid. But yeah, but even under those rules, like Max would have been number one because he would have the most race wins. Yeah, like Max has won nine or ten times, Lewis has won eight. Yeah, and at the uh, also, which is a really interesting stat, is that Max has tied Lewis and Mr. Schumacher for the most podiums in a season. Yeah. So do you think he... Obviously uh, more races, so it's hard to say because Schumacher was doing it in less races. Yeah, Schumacher went 17 for 17. And that, that's my argument that Schumacher's had the most the dominant goal, yeah. season of all time. But yeah, it's interesting, man. We'll see what happens, man. But how do you actually year. feel about him walking off the podium? Are you hate it? Do you hate it? Do you, what do you think? Well, uh, I admire the the competitiveness of like, I don't want to be up there right now. Um, Cause you know he's sulking. Lewis has, I'm sure, has done it too in the past. So, and you know, I think that the two of them are going to be staying far away from each other until next weekend because today they got really close. You think an F1 team <laughs> ever gets in a fist fight? Can you imagine F1 total would other? destroy Christian? Can you imagine just F1 like team just fighting each other in the pit? Yeah, I don't know how Lewis would fare up against Max, but I do know that Toto would be the living daylight. Oh, you never Christian. know. Christian could be like some black uh, black belt bro, trained. Christian looks soft as hell, bro. He might, but he could be a black belt trained. Like, you never Man, know, bro. Listen, today the teams on the radio, like, everyone was mad. There was uh, there was just emotions were flying. We didn't talk about it. How mad is Ocon? <laughs> Ocon's cheese. Because Ocon drove amazing holding off that Mercedes and he lost at the line. Someone would argue Ocon should be the driver of the day. Yeah. Esteban Ocon. Yeah, he's had a number one and a number four in the Alpine. If he did get that podium today, back-to-back podiums for that Alpine team, damn. Man, I feel so bad for Checo. Checo was just standing there. Like, no, nah, I'm not leaving. I need my car back. I need my car back. <laughs> Man, Jekyll's had some of the worst luck, like when he spun out in Silverstone. Dude, he's had bad luck dating back to last year in the racing point. Yeah. Think about how many podiums he was robbed. Is is uh, is Jekyll more cursed than George Russell? Yeah, Jekyll has got very bad luck. Jekyll only got his first win this year. No, it was last year. Last year, last year. When yeah. George Russell yeah. had the, the podium. I mean, the so it's like, and all that stuff. He literally has bad luck, man. Yo, but I would say George Russell has worse luck because both bad lucks collided and George Russell had the puncture and the tire swap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> F1, man. Like, every single driver walk. Listen, actually, the only driver, Kimmy doesn't care. <laughs> but every driver probably oh. walks away from this race tonight and I'm probably like, I'm so happy it's done. <laughs> Aw, man. Things, things enjoying it, bro. Ocon's enjoying the race. Ocon's bitter. He's not bitter, bro. Fourth sucks, man. Fourth is still better than 10th, which you usually finish right Yeah, but to know that you lost by milliseconds. You know who's going to party tonight? Who? The one and only, the Aussie. Ricardo. Danny Rick had a great race, considering where he started. Where did he start, 11th? 11th. Yeah, he finished 5th. He made the 5th. Wow. Danny Rick? Danny Rick is, he's happy. He he had a great race. He's had terrible, terrible luck of late, so. Yeah, he he definitely wants to spend some more time in Jeddah. And you know him, right? He won Monaco. He loves Monaco. So he kind of like, you know, he likes the street racing vibes. Whew. Bro, 
the rivalries in F1 are a thing, and this rivalry is going down to next week. Do you think Max looks at it as a rival? Of course. I just feel like that guy is so far up his own world, and I want to say the A word, but I just think he's in his own world. Where he's just like, I just have to race my game. It's And that's why it's extremely hard to like Max as a person, just because he is a complete ass. Like he, he's Are you always, gonna, we're swearing on this pod. He's a, I know he's I swore cocky, earlier. He's arrogant. His post, he's always just like, and you hope that as he matures, that will change, but man. But do you find like he is... I know he's a little bit of a hot-headed and he's a little bit of ass, but do you find him cocky and arrogant or is he just in his I, own world? Maybe it's just his style of speaking, but every time he speaks, it sounds that it is um, sarcastic. I feel like he just has the ultimate confidence. He gives me Kobe vibes, young Kobe vibes. Lewis used to be the worst, right? Like A lot of people don't didn't like Lewis because of yeah, how I mean, cocky like, and he was I, I think that's confidence though, right? Is it arrogance or confidence? Like, did you like Kobe in his youth? Because I know you're a big yeah. Kobe fan. You know, like, that's why when you look at, like, Michael Schumacher, like, he was the ultimate sportsman. Was he, though? Michael, I mean, the documentary said Michael would never say he ever made a mistake in his never, life. Never, but it's hard because he was just such a true sportsman. It's hard to say. Like, I don't find Max cocky. I find him a little bit, like, stuck up. I find him a little bit to be, like, in his own world, in his own lane. But I don't think he's cocky. I think he's just confident in his own ability. And I think it shows. I really think it shows. Like, he's one no one A and one B. I mean, Lewis and Max are one A, one B. Yeah. And uh, whatever happens, if for whatever reason Max doesn't win the Drivers' Championship and Red Bull concedes both the constructors and drivers to Mercedes, as an organization, you got to ask questions and say, you know, is Christian Horner the right person to lead this team? I think so. You know, because in this new hybrid era, they have not been able to win. So they did win four years in a row. Hybrid era came around, they didn't win. But for a lot of that hybrid era, they're stuck behind Renault. Renault's engine kind of hampered them. Yeah. Since they switched to Honda, they all of you, it obviously takes a couple of years to develop your engine. It takes a couple of years to get integrated. He switched over Honda in 2019, so two years in, they're the most competitive car to Mercedes. Yeah, and Red Bull is as a company, obviously, is not shy about spending money. Is not shy about risking. So everything. let me ask you this: Who would you replace Christian Horner with? I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying, as an organization, do those questions start to get asked? Like, okay, well, we haven't won. For sure, you ask those questions, but you got to think about it. It's Christian and Toto. Yeah. So definitely. so who else do you replace him with? Unless you're bringing Toto Wolf over, it's like, is there someone better than Unless Toto Wolf? And that's never happening. Unless you're giving him the whole company. Yo, I think Toto and Christian both bleed different colors. I think Toto Wolf is a smart businessman. He makes good business decisions. Yeah. I don't think Toto Wolf cares about where he is. I think he just cares about winning and being on the best team. So I think if Red Bull offered him 75% of the team and they kept 25%, which is a better business stake, I think he'd seriously have to look at it. I mean, see, I think he only owns 33% of Mercedes. Yeah, team. it's about that. Yeah. Well... What are we going to close with? Uh, what do we close with? Okay. Now that it's all said and done, who was our dragger of the week and the day? When you look back on it. I think the dragger today has got to be... Um, it's hard to say Danny Rick 
Or no, he's a dragger. He's been a dragger for the last three races. I mean, then Danny Ricardo is the dragger of the day. Shout out our boy Antonio Giovinazzi for the night. Actually, he's finish. a dragger of the, he's a dragger of the day. Antonio Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Okay, we got into Q three too. Yeah, Giovinazzi is a dragger of the whole weekend. It like seal it, deliver it, sign it. Bro, it is Giovinazzi. We're losing him to Formula E. We we who knows if he'll ever make it back. Like he's not making. You, it back. you may have to just get in another Antonio Giovinazzi right now. He's not making it back, bro. Because you you're not gonna be saying it. No, you're no, I can say it whenever I want. So we have an F1 podcast. <laughs> uh, I can bring him up just randomly. Nuts. But think about it. He's never making his way back. Yeah. He's hitting, the, he's hitting that Nico Hulkenberg. Once, once you get vanished, it's extremely tough. To he's in that back. Nico Hulkenberg. Listen, Alexander Albon. But are, he's young. Albon's listen, like 23. Albon 24. is so lucky that it happened young and he's got a second chance ready. Guys, just because we are on the pod. Breaking Verstappen and Hamilton summoned to stewards. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. That's not big news. So, are they both just getting a slap on the wrist? No. Hamilton is getting a slap on the wrist. Max is going to get a penalty. I'm calling it right now. Do you think fine. they're in the room and they're, like, wanting to strangle each other? No. <laughs> He's, Lewis, is, Lewis is going to be like, well, he just braked on me. And Max is like, well, you fucking idiot. Yeah, well, you know... <laughs> Lewis is too peace, flowers, and hippie. And Max is just going to be like, it's racing. It's going to be like that. Oh, I wish I could be a fly on the wall in the steward's room. I don't. That'd be mad awkward. It would be super awkward. They're just standing there like, don't look at me. <laughs> like two little kids. <laughs> Do you, they, they might you not stand get, in this corner. They might not get summoned at the corner. same time. No, they got summoned at the same set. Some uh, of the stewards. Like, oh, did they? Yeah, they're both there. That's what I think. Um, they're going to slap on the wrist. It does feel like a principal's office, though. It's like, both you come in you and explain your walk. story. Like, what if you both get to the staircase at the same time? Like, who goes up first? Like, It's very awkward. I don't know why F1 does that. And just it's like their awkward. press conferences where they put them next to each other. Like, F1 does not care about controversy. There's no PR. Their PR mandate, make it awkward. Yeah. They never get fined for saying what they say. I mean, you can't criticize FIA people. You can't call people rogue marshals, but... They don't really get fined for saying anything. F1 is all about entertainment. Yeah, that's what that's like that kind of bothers me, but at the same time, every sport's about entertainment. But I feel like F1's like 70% entertainment, 30% <laughs> sport. We're it's like, a sport, but they build so much. Like this whole this What do you like, put the percentages of that? I put it like 70% entertainment, 30% sport. No, it, it's a sport, man. Like at its I'm talking about what they focus on. It. Oh. From a marketing standpoint, of course, they have to because that's what draws fans. But and even fans the media around it is the same thing too, right? So what are you putting the number at? Yeah, I, I, listen, from a marketing standpoint, it's like 100. It's 100, okay. It's 100, bro. What about actual, what, okay, let's talk about the actual like FIA. How, what do you think it is, 50-50? Yeah, the FIA is definitely in on the whole entertainment stuff. So I'm talking about like when you talk about the actual sport itself, not what's around it. What do you think, 50-50? Sure. I think it's 50. like, I think it's 60-40. All I think I it's 60% entertainment. Those two, two drivers, both going to the summons, both being summoned to the stewards. Like, Who do you think's pointing at the other guy first? They're both. No, no, who's doing it first? Oh, obviously Lewis. <laughs> oh, it's Lu Lewis. Lewis is like that typical think about being in junior kindergarten and you're the first the kid that tells on you. Yeah, that's oh, Lewis. Lewis is right telling now. on him. It was him. <laughs> wow. That's your boy, bro. You're calling him. I know boy, it dude. is, but you know what? You're calling him the JK Snitch. He's, he's be, he is going in there and for sure. 
because you heard him on the radio. He said he's crazy. He's trying to kill him. He tried to kill him on that one incident, like legit. And let's go back to Hungary. Man freaking took his car over him. No, that was um, Monza. Monza, sorry, Monza. Let's go back to Monza where Max pretty much landed on his head. But that happened here today again, the outside line. There was just like, no big Max big bump. is, like, we saw it in quality. We spoke about it on the pod. If you're gonna if you're gonna take your hat off to him, the man races without any fear. I respect it, bro. Um, we 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 said we're gonna sign off like four times, but this will be the little last. So much question. to unpack, man. Like, this, this is literally the last question. Then we'll cool down. So I'm not gonna talk about it because I hate talking about pressure on athletes. You can talk about it. Has the pressure hit Max Verstappen? Well, obviously. Profty and Brundle trying to push the narrative said that the pressure. You try to push a narrative too. Let's I push it, but you love pushing, pushing the narrative. Um, no, the pressure. You're. You know what? You're right. Max is not feeling the pressure because if Max was feeling the pressure, he would have faulted already. Like what he did today was what he was supposed to do as a def- as, uh, to to try push Lewis to the brink. Yeah, not to debate what you're saying because I'm not going. Uh, debate it because I put it out to you. I think just my general definition, so all of our fans know, is if I think the pressure hits you and you start, um, sorry, I'll say that again. I th- I will only say pressure hits you if you start doing uncharacteristic stuff and you make and you start faltering and performing weaker than you normally would. But if you're still taking risks and stuff, I don't think the pressure hit you because you obviously don't feel the need to. They're both to shrink. at a very, very elite level. They don't feel it. I mean, it's there. They, they feel it, but they're not succumbing to the pressure. So this whole stewards thing of saying that um, Max may face penalty, including disqualification. I told you that. I said it on the pod already. So what would that mean? He'd be disqualified for next race? Maybe. <sighs> if that's the case, Christian Horner is paying one of the engineers to cut one of the gas lines in Lewis's car so he DNFs. <laughs> well, remember, I said the championship was Red Bulls. <laughs> I said that the champion's Red Bulls because A, Max was going to hit Lewis or Max is going to go to the wall or he's not going to You can't disqualify race. Max. It's you, just... Yes, you can. We need... Then it's... Is it I don't re- care. No, no, no. His driving was absolutely reckless today. You don't think his driving was reckless? Yeah, but then are people going to say, well, Lewis didn't really win? Maybe, but that doesn't matter. So, are you going to take one away from Senna because he got in an accident? Are yeah, I know. No, no, you're right. Like the thing this is, is wild. We can we can talk about did Lewis deserve it? I mean, all signs point to that Lewis is going to win this. He's on the best form right now. Lewis on the best form. Yeah, right? out of the two drivers. But the whole thing is like they're tied. So Max fans will come and say he didn't deserve it, but at the end of the day, Max was driving like a madman today. He was reckless. <laughs> Yo, if he gets disqualification, this is I think he'll wild. get like I think he'll start at the back of the grid. I really think that's what will happen. But if he gets DQ'd, it's like at the end of the day, are you racing or are you being dangerous? You know what? I'll take back. Max didn't race half the race today. He's not my drive. He, he's not technically not the driver of the day. Ah, come on, wax and say it. He was dangerous at some points. Like he was Lewis, dangerous. Like, it was very like dangerous at some points. Yesterday. He does not care. Yeah, so but like Okay, I guess we're not wrapping up. Unpack it for you then. Like, literally unpack it for yourself. Unpack what? Like, what will happen if there's a disqualification? What's going through your head? Do you want it to happen? 
Okay, no, 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 let me rephrase that question. Do you think it's fair if it happens due to his driving, dangerous driving today? I just think that it is, okay. Logically, it's fair. But at this stage of the season with so much at risk, just like how I was pissed off that they gave Lewis the penalties in Brazil, it's like, at this stage of the race, like, let them just duel it out. So your entertainment. Let them duel it out. So your entertainment, that's what you're putting priority. Yeah. See, I think he should be disqualified, and I'll give you my simple reason. Oh, those are the rules. You follow the no. rules. Do we want another setup incident? Max literally could have killed Lewis today. Are we talking safety first? What are we putting at the standard here? Well, yes. When you put it that way, man, it's so hard to argue. But it's that. like, how do you not how, like how do you not punish Max for that? Yeah, because Max trying to kill the man. The, not kill him, but he's literally putting him in a situation where it's like the crazy thing is, is the way he's <laughs> the way he's behaving is not not safe. Exactly. So here's my thing, and you know what? He's a great driver, but like when you put one packet as I talk more. Why, why does he deserve to win the championship? Like, why should he be deserve to race if he can't even put safety first? Like, if he's not racing under the FIA regulations and putting in a safe place, because it is a sport at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to win It's bigger than racing. It, it, it is, you got to race within the lines. We're here to race, not kill each other. The championship is not life or death. Why are you putting people's lives, livelihoods if at risk? If he doesn't get disqualified, the recklessness will continue. Yeah, so the recklessness will continue. So it's either A, Max... It's either A, you strip away a championship point. I don't know if there's any precedence where if he gets in an accident with Lewis, he loses the championship. So, like, the FIA can make some crazy precedent or you disqualify him or you put him at the back of the grid. But even then, I'm, I'm sure he'll still find a way to hit Lewis. I'm sure, I'm sure during, like, they'll pit at the same time, hopefully, maybe. He'll, he'll back up, pit at the same time. Lewis is coming out, hit into him in the pit lane or something. Like, yeah. just brush his wheel. Like, he'll find a way to, to damage Lewis, bro. Oh, my... Listen, this is Lifton Co's first year covering F1. And what a year it has been. Bro, you can't say it has been. It's not done yet, bro. We still got one more race. We got one more. But, like, last, the last few years, if we were doing this, like, it hasn't really been competitive. It's been competitive. Just not last year. Like, we're going down to the 2019 was competitive. Then it was 2018. It was Ferrari and Mercedes. Yeah. It was just locked but, up. But, I mean, Lewis locked it up pretty early again. No, he locked them up. Six in like, races left. Yeah, between five to six races, like, but that's so competitive. We're covering year. it, and we're going down. Yeah, listen, you're, we're spoiled this year. This is not a standard year, bro. It's not a standard year. Okay. Lewis pretty much locked it up, I think, in 2019, uh, like three or four races before. It was very competitive. It was like only like a 20-point difference or 30-point difference four races in. And you know what? To be honest with you, it's the same amount of difference this year. Just Lewis has made up all that difference. Bruce has made up what thirty points. Like, yeah, Max won four when they had his little back-to-back -back Austria stuff. Like he won four straight races. Like it was, you're like, man, there's no chance. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought there was no chance because it was thirty-three points before races. I'm like, oh, the math doesn't make sense. They'll get into one accident, the math will equal itself out. Um, now we're gonna end off. Last question. I promise our listeners. Do we see Lewis post a simulation race picture? No, no, he's used that. He's got, but he'll take something out of uh, something else out of the bag that people probably haven't seen in a few years, and it's like, oh man, he's locked in. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna send us a lot. We've seen, we've seen picture. lots of little. You know, the sim was one of them. Um, 
the running on the beach. He's got little tidbits. No, no, the running on the beach is whatever. Every driver does that. But when he posts a simulation, like our boy, Mr. Matthew Lamonia said, it means he's locked in. When he posted Does he post, I'm locked in. When do you ever see Lewis on the sim, right? Like So when, what... Do we see a locked-in post from Lewis this week? Like a, just an all-black story, like with a timer? Maybe it's that. <laughs> Maybe it's a timer. Maybe it's something like The Sim. Or some crazy training thing that he's in. Or does he go black? Uh, black mode, like dark... Uh, what's it, what does LeBron Zero say? Dark Zero Dark 30. And he goes completely black off social media. I don't know. But I can tell you, he's doing something. Okay. <laughs> so... We're going to sign off. I think it's been, what, an hour? Has it been an hour? Listen, it's been an hour. We brought, we brought our energy. There's so much to unpack. We'll be back on Tuesday with more. Yeah, Tuesday. Shout out to all our fans in the VA or the DC area, yeah. wherever it is. Listen, shout out wherever you're listening. Bangladesh, Australia, the UK, Canada. It doesn't matter. We appreciate you. And I want to say a special shout out to our boy, Mr. Matthew Lamonius. He was losing it on social media. Losing it. Matt, we'll have you back on, but I hope you enjoyed the race, everybody. And for people listening, go follow us on Instagram at Title League because uh, if you check some of the content we're putting out on the F1 side, just swipe over to the reels. You'll, you'll see the Lewis simulation thing we're talking about. It's pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, go, go show some love. Yeah. Hey, last plug. Let's go Papaya Orange. <laughs> Yo, Papaya Orange, close up. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Tuesday. Peace.